recording. Uh, Sounds good, man. We'll get rolling. So cool. I have Ben and uh, Joe with me here from the, and, and I, I think I'm going to botch this, but it's the Brome podcast. Is that right? Nailed the Brom. Nailed it. Brome? Yeah. Oh, there, uh, nice. Yeah. I, I never want to botch those things, but it's, you know, I'm not that good at pronouncing. So tell us a little bit about your podcast and uh, what's, what is it about? How'd you get the name? Uh, well, the idea was to be a dude, but not be a total tool. So like, you know, bro and then ohm, like kind of centering yourself. And Ben actually came up with a new tagline for the show today that I think is kind of, it sums it up perfectly. It's a, it's a, it's a comedy podcast that it guises itself as a self-help podcast. Uh, so it's, so it's a combination of laughing through becoming a better person. More like exploring how to become a better person which requires a lot of <laughs> difficult self-reflection and leads to laughter yeah it's like how like eight minute abs works if you actually do crunches <laughs> so you like, actually have to do the crunches right yeah, exactly. the part. So, like, you can listen to the show and we're not going to guarantee results but like if you follow the advice that we sometimes don't then uh yeah you'd probably be a better dude okay okay and uh so what do you guys have planned for 2020 how long have you been doing the show is it is it fairly new for you guys have you been on for a while so we're like coming up on two years of doing podcasts, right? We've been doing podcasts for, yeah, almost exactly two years right now. Uh, this oh, specific wow. podcast, Brome, um, is just a year in. We started off with a marijuana podcast called My West Coast Buds. Okay. Um, and uh, we just, neither one of us is like super passionate about weed. And we got burnt out because we were, we were working in the weed industry at the time. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's, it's not the most fun industry to work in if you're not like in love with marijuana. When I was yes. 18 and I first got my green card, that was really fun. You know what I mean? I was like, I can't believe I'm growing pot. This is crazy. I'm an outlaw. And then all of a sudden you're like working on W2s and I have a 68 year old accountant yelling at me every day about like remembering the cush receipts i was like this fucking blows and so, so it became like a regular job essentially i mean from the outside it looks like a good time totally for sure i mean mm. i think if, if it's that important to you to get high all the time then it it's probably worth it yeah and that's what we have brome for now <laughs> <laughs> the good alternative have you got i got a question for you have you guys seen the bad boys series the movie uh yeah i was actually i rewatched those in preparation for the new movie coming out, I am so jazzed. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 the best, and I, I know I have it here on the, on our topics. But I mean, have you you guys watched Rush Hour, right? All three of them. Um, I did. Yeah, I don't think Rush I ever Hour. saw the third. I saw the second. Jack Chan the and uh, Chris Tucker, the best. Oh yeah, I saw the duo. first two for sure, but I don't remember the third one. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's the best. I love those guys, but I think the Bad Boys series is a, is a real classic. For oh yeah, Bad Boys is definitely a classic. There's something about it has like a slightly different tone than Rush Hour. Rush Hour is a little bit more like family friendly. Yeah, yeah, with a little bit of murder in there, and right. I think Bad Boys is just all around action and comedy. I think that that like movie specifically cemented why Michael Bay is kind of a joke now, but we all love the joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, it, yeah. We ran out of black people. Give them some robots, and then that was the Transformers, yeah. and then. Yeah, I was like, because if you watch it, it's totally that vibe, and he just kept doing more of it. Oh yeah, yeah it, it's kind of like the Bollywood vibe, you know what I mean? Like you got yeah. a dude flying through the air, I don't know, hundred feet, but not touching the ground. Yeah, totally. I uh, if you ever want to uh, like thoroughly enjoy yourself, get just high as giraffe pussy and watch Bollywood action movies because <laughs> they just kind of slap fight and dudes fall down and the dudes like are not in good shape like every dude kind of looks like steven seagal now and just like <laughs> dudes fly off of them it is so satisfying dude it's like yeah, it's, the, it's amazing in all the worst ways 
the, so the physics are a little bit off, I'd say, right? I mean, you, you tap someone and they go flying. I've, I've seen some previews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Oh, man, that's, that's hilarious. Yo, do you guys watch any kind of sports, any kind of fighting? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, we both watch at least some sports. Uh, I know Joe watched the fight. The, yeah. The, Conor McGregor, that 40, fight. the 40 second knockout. Yeah, dude, that was rough, man. That that uh that shoulder strike was impressive. I didn't expect to see anything like that. I, and I I like how Donald at the end of it was still like, I think he gained fans losing in forty seconds because he was so cool at the end of the fight and like seeing Connor hug his grandma and stuff. I I, I was really pleased with the fight. I, I would have liked to see Cowboy be more competitive, but that was a I thought it was worth the money. That was a great fight. Well, that's like a new that's like the new boxing era, right? Because I mean, boxing as we know it now seems a little more a little more like a fixed sport opposed to MMA when you have like a 40 second knockout that was unexpected dude oh i didn't see that i didn't see that coming at all i don't think anyone did i, I mean I, cowboys notoriously a slow starter so i, I think that people thought if he was going to win um it was going to be in later rounds but who thought that he was going to crush his nose, nose with a shoulder strike and then a head kick him i mean that's insane and then and then uh, was that guy dan bilzerian lost like a million dollars he did did yeah. he bet on he bet on, yeah. uh, on, Cowboy? on Cowboy? Oh yeah, because Cowboy, if you if he won, that would have paid three million. Oh, it would have been insane. So like, yeah, a million close to it, if not. But uh, obviously, that's like a, you know, I was losing a hundred bucks, so that wasn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he give Dean White three of his girlfriends? I heard that uh, Conor McGregor expected. He knew that uh, Cowboy's plan was to do a low kick, yeah, uh, or, a, or, a, or a high kick like to his chin. So he was like, I'm just going to do the same thing back to him. It, it obviously worked. They call that guy the son of Ireland, right? He's had, he's had like a, like a kind of like a Mike Tyson career in a way, right? You know, how like Mike Tyson bit someone's ear off that dude threw like a chair through a bus. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and well, I mean, if you want to get really dark, they both get accused of rape. So that's uh yeah, that too. Yeah. There's that, there's that correlation too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there, that there's parallels for certain. And I mean, it seems like Connor's trying to avoid some of the pitfalls. Uh, hopefully he doesn't spend all of his money because you forget how much money Mike Tyson made in his career, especially in that mm -hmm. time. I mean, that was happening in like the early nineties adjusting for inflation. He was making probably more than Connor is now. I think they pointed out that he had to spend like 40 grand a day to blow through all that cash. Well, I mean, you hear stories about Mike Tyson, like buying chicks BMWs in, in random cities and oh, buying yeah. cars and then just leaving them parked. Yeah. He, uh, I was, he was saying that he was in prison talking to a guy and that, like, that he was going to get him some Ferraris when he got out or whatever. And the guy mentioned like tigers and he's like, oh, I can get tigers. Get me some of those too. And then the guy just showed up with tigers for him. Like if what I want to get to a place in my life where I know a dude that will hook me up with a Ferrari or an exotic animal just because he's like, I bought exotic and I didn't know if it was cars or animals. So he just carries. <laughs> that's what it was. That's what it was. Man, he had that kind of stupid money back like. then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, that's like when you make so much money, you don't know what to do with it. Dude. I'm, if Mike Tyson calls me up today and says, Joe, yeah. I want a tiger. I'm gonna find him a fucking tiger. That dude's checks don't bounce. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. You better find him a tiger. Even knock your ass <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Like he dude, might just, I met him in Vegas once. That dude is Did a, he's, yeah, he's an intimidating dude. I was very drunk and I uh, walked up to him and said, hi champ. It's nice to meet you. And he, I go, I'm a big fan. He goes, hi Joe. It's nice to meet you. I'm Mike Tyson, which was unnecessary because he had the face tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and then I talked to him into giving me a chest bump. So that was, that was a highlight. What, how tall was he? Uh, he is two inches taller than me and I'm five, eight. 
Okay, okay. So he's close to six foot. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you. So, You're right. I am close to six foot. That's my takeaway. Well, I mean, thank I you, Noah. You, you got to be optimistic about it, dude. I mean, if you, you know, appreciate it. Close. So, dude, have you seen the Joker movie? I, I didn't watch the movie, but I know that there's this like huge thing right now after he won the awards. Um, everyone's favorite Wendy Williams, that really tall chick that's kind of scary looking, mm-hmm. was laying laying smoke on him for that cleft lip he has. And uh, it was making headlines. Also, Beyonce didn't stand up during the uh, the awards. Some nonsense like that. I don't know anything about the Beyonce thing, but that's mm-hmm. like, why make fun of a guy's cleft lip? Yeah, he can't. That's insane. That. Yeah, especially that's... when you look like that. Yeah, I I mean I the the expression. Maybe that... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead, man. Maybe that is why because. Maybe she's had a lot of work done, and she's like, "Why don't you get more work done?" Like, maybe, oh, maybe that was the angle. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, like, that's I, the only I, thing I can think of. If that's what she was doing, then I stand behind it because she's at least doing her own thing. She's at least <laughs> she's like, "I've had every part of my body dissected. It's not that bad." And like, yeah. that was the angle. I, you know, you guys are on Reddit, right? Ben, uh, ben I, is. I can't figure it out. <laughs> why not? What? 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 Is it? The is message it just like a thing? I can't figure. Yeah. I become a boomer. Like. You know how like when you first get on Facebook and you like try and look up chicks and you accidentally write that as your status because you don't know where the search bar is. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then it just ends up as your mind? status. Kenny or whatever. Like, so that's what I look like on Reddit. Like, I'm trying to search yeah. something and I'm posting my thoughts. Like, that's what. It's happened. all right. You'll, you'll you'll get it down. It took uh, it took a little bit, but yeah. Re- on Reddit, there was a meme about that. They compared her to like uh, it was like a Star Wars character that was really tall. I'm not really into Star Wars, but there's a meme comparing her to like a, a walker of some kind. She has like. She's like chicken legs, and then she's got really top-heavy body. Oh, yeah. I can see that, actually. I think I know which one he's talking about, the, like, the two-legged thing that they always try to <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that um, that celebrities, like, own the roles of those characters? Like, like, Joaquin Phoenix is, like, the new Joker now or whatever, and Jared Leto is apparently super pissed off about it and that kind of Dude, stuff. J- but- Jared Leto fucking sucked. But sorry, go ahead. No, no, and that and see that's the thing is that like that whole movie. I, I okay, I I've never seen Suicide Squad. Yeah, I've never seen the Joker. I want to see the Joker, but I didn't hear anything good about Suicide Squad. And it's like, and it's like Jared Leto. Like you, even even if let's say like theoretically Jared Leto did an amazing job as the Joker. Theoretically, I didn't see it. But uh, if the movie was bad and if it was edited in such a way, maybe that it made him look terrible, like you just, you lost. Like mm-hmm. you, you gambled yeah. and you lost, right? Yeah. You have no control over that. It seems well, that, like pissed That and how you react. It's all how you react. Because right. that dude was exactly. kind of like a pretentious prick when people started calling him out for, you know. Totally. That's a, that, see, that's a great, that's kind of what I'm trying I to say. I hate admitting this, but me and my girlfriend were talking about Jared Leto last night. <laughs> about that's exactly okay. that. And uh, yeah, like I want to be that dude's friend, but I doubt we would get along. He is. Yeah, a, I love him in movies. Yeah, he's an undeniably interesting dude. Yeah, but, but he seems like he does seem like a prick. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, that's all people say. Even when they meet him, they've said the I, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I don't know this, but it it just it feels like he just came from a super rich family, and that's kind of the 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 thing that's off putting. Or it's like, yeah. or if you're that good looking, you have to at least like, kind that's of true, acknowledge yeah. it and be extra nice. Yeah, he's super beautiful. He's he, like 50, and he looks like he's like a 25 year old like non-binary beautiful person you it's know, not it's gay like, to fuck him it's for no, sure it's not. well no no it's not i wouldn't judge you if you did yeah, yeah exactly but I, but i mean realistically yeah that guy that guy the way he reacted because i mean let's be honest he's just not the joker it might have been the role the director but people were roasting that guy on twitter and the only thing he can do was just talk shit back and tell you know telling people to leave him alone i mean at that point 
you just got to go along with it, dude. If you played the role and it sucked, you just got to you just got to move on. Good news is if they roast him that bad, we might get a new 30 Seconds to Mars album, and I'm not upset about that. <laughs> you know, I liked – 30 yeah, Seconds I to Mars was great. I, I, I want Jared Leto sad again. It makes good music. Dude, the kill, was it The Kill? That song? Yeah, you know that song? song? Oh, my God, dude. I felt no, sad for no sad. reason again, while listening to it. I love that song, dude, and it was so sad. But I loved, I loved being sad in that moment, you know, for those three minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and they, it's true. His voice is really good, and when he performs really live, good. he fucking kills it. Yeah. he's been super good dude i think we figured out why he played the joker like that he was just looking at all the people that w- watched 30 seconds tomorrow <laughs> it was like these are the people that would relate to the joker and he dressed like them yeah like a cross pro cross pro- promo to uh, his band yeah exactly i think he bought into the and again i'm speculating but i think he bought into the director's vision too hard and just you know was misled that's 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 the vibe that i'm getting from this whole thing it's just it could have been bad. yeah I mean, yeah. I watched the clips on YouTube, uh, and and I'm 100 not sure I haven't watched either. Just the clips of his role in there, and it was just, it was really like, it was really bad, like really bad. <laughs> and, and YouTube, you know, YouTube, they're they're toxic from the get, you know. But even the comments on there are pretty realistic. Like this guy just sucks. Like really. Bad. <laughs> what was it like? Like what? How was he taking the character? What direction? It was kind of okay. So he like they. I I saw the movie, and it was. Oh, you and, did? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he he's not really a character. They just he they yeah. cut everything out where other than the stuff that had to be there for the narrative. Like it didn't make sense. Like he's just an abusive boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. That's like that's the whole character that he got like in the way it was cut together. Like that's all it is. Because we know him as someone who's in a tragic situation usually. Yeah, they didn't yeah. build that up at all. He's just a dick that convinces Harley Quinn to go crazy. And then like they kind of imply that Harley Quinn wants to be normal and wants to be with him. She doesn't want to be like a psycho joker with him, which undermines her a lot. So I think it was a combination of stuff. Like she's supposed to like enjoy the fact that she's the way she is. And it comes across in the movie that she's only acting that way. Cause she has a shitty boyfriend that's making her. And yeah, that's it's like, like a yeah, modern, it's hard to like that dude. Yeah. A modern young American love tale. I mean, in real life. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, at no point does she, like, pick up his laundry or anything. But, yeah, he's a no. shitty dude and a super for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> cool. He's a felon that worked at T-Mobile. And he ended up on a movie screen, but, you know. Exactly. Right. All right. Did, did you guys donate to the Australia wildfire? And and I know people were doing that because there was a nude model. Not a nude model. She's like an influencer on uh, on Instagram. She was sending nudes if you made a donation of $10 uh, or more. And then you screenshotted your donation. Did you hear about that? We did hear about we that. did hear about sure. it. Uh, those photos are nowhere on the internet. I checked. Uh, <laughs> and also, I was trying to do something similar. And then they started taking money away from koalas if I send people nudes. So I stopped. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy story, though. That was a crazy She said a million dollars. Right now, she's estimated at a million dollars she's raised so far. I That's dude, pretty dope. I, 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 I think that she probably raised a lot of money. But... I always call that stuff stripper math, and you got to divide it by like three quarters. Oh yeah, hundred percent. If you ask, you ask a dancer how much money they make, it's three grand a night or whatever it is. It's like you maybe made a grand once. No one says that. Oh, well, you know what I'm saying. I don't know. I feel like it's almost the opposite sometimes because if they say that they made less, then you'll be more feel more obligated to pay them. No, not while you're at the strip club. Even you know what I'm saying, I, if you know I, someone that dances, they're going to tell you they make a hundred and ten grand a year. You know, I know a lot of dancers. Exactly. They, yeah, they, still don't, they, they never tell me they make that much. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't know. And they could. I mean, even if they, even if they did, some of them do. Yeah, cash, yeah, cash does fall around 
off the floor. So no, it really depends. And 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 honestly, more often than not, I'm surprised how much they they actually do make. Yeah, I mean, I guess the point is check out my webcam freelovebucket.com. <laughs> For yeah, sure. ex- well, yeah, exactly. That's where the money comes from. I mean, the, the strip <laughs> I, club is just the intro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, you dude, get I, the whole show after, you know. I heard that the that that model or Instagram influencer, or whatever, got her Instagram taken down for doing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. They did, and then her boyfriend insane. like stopped talking to her. Which at that point, I don't know why she had a boyfriend, you know. But yeah, that's weird. Just, did he? Yeah. Know, he didn't know about it. She didn't tell him about it, or like what? Well, I, or mean, like, I think he just played stupid. You know, like like if you get in a situation like that where your chick has like two million followers or whatever, I mean, you know the deal. You you know exactly if, what you get into. I think if my girlfriend did that and she legitimately raised a million dollars for Australia, I'd throw my hands up and be like, you know what? This is bigger than me at this point. Like, if we have to break up, so be it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like that's I don't have a million dollars to give to Australia. Yeah. Clearly, you're worth more than I can. Than I, yeah. Why don't we I flip that million back to us next? The next million's coming to us. How about that? <laughs> sure yeah ben just, gets a, ben just gets a sad erection every time he sees a koala <laughs> oh man he doesn't understand why. i miss her so much <laughs> but this is weird because i know women who who sell nudes on instagram they're they're they're, all, they're usually strippers or something but they do it very very openly and their accounts haven't been taken down oh yeah it's well like, they have like uh, emails on there like for for business inquiries you know what the fuck that means usually they just post their venmo or their cash app and they're just <laughs> wow. like i'll i'll send you nudes if you send me at least 10 bucks it's like almost the same exact thing my favorite yeah. my favorite screenshot ever to be posted on instagram is which one of you assholes reported my premium snapchat to the irs i'm getting <laughs> <laughs> well yeah the snapchat too my usual co-host jose was telling me about the premium snapchat thing apparently you can subscribe for like 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 Joe was saying, they're like ten bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, and they they send you in a group. Yeah, yeah. I I want that kind of confidence. Like you could like seeing me naked is is just as entertaining as Netflix. Fifteen ninety nine. Right. I mean, <laughs> like yeah. that's confident, man. Well, that's also. I mean, they're women. That's 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 part of the reality of being a woman. Yeah. Especially a, a a super attractive woman like you, you can do that. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, all, all three of us get butt naked, and we wouldn't raise close to a million for Australia. No but you know, no. no way. Not unless we were willing to do the weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I I can't. I no. No, me neither. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be close. <laughs> all right, dude. So. Uh, we're gonna keep harping on the on the celebrity kick because Ricky Gervais is my guy. Yep. Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians, and and that roast that he did at the uh, the Golden Globes, was one epic. of the best intros I've ever seen. Loved it. Yeah, we just I saw clips online. I didn't actually watch the Golden Globes, but I I saw. So what I he said I didn't realize that it, like it had like so my girlfriend was watching it and then you know they replay it immediately. Yeah, I thought that was his closing thing. Like the night was over and he's like, I'm gonna let everyone have it. I didn't realize he opened with that shit. Oh yeah, which made me love him so much more. That guy went hard in the paint. It Dude, was that guy awesome. didn't hold anything back. No, and then uh, no one heeded his warning. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He came up there and they were like, I'm a politician. You're like, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but only Ricky Gervais can deliver that kind of message with the smile on his face and then just literally go back into the audience or whatever and sit down. Do you like Joey Diaz? Oh, Joey Diaz is hilarious. Dude. I, I, I would, if you want, like, I made that even more fun for myself as I imagined it was Joey Diaz's voice saying the exact same stuff. <laughs> <No> jo- 
<laughs> you cocksuckers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been way harsher coming from Joey Diaz. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They would have. Yeah, he would have he would have been pulled off the stage. I mean, it would have taken a few people, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, met him when he came to Portland, and uh, he I was with a friend, and <laughs> he was like, it, I was with a female. I wasn't dating her; it was just a girl I knew. And he was like, "Yeah, let me talk to you for, for, for a minute." And he put his arm around her and walked away. Like, <laughs> Joey Diaz is God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to meet you too, buddy. Let me Dude, talk. He's to always you. said it. Remember, he's always saying it on the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, always yeah. talking about his, like, get his dick wet and everything. <laughs> Dude's like, he has, what, a kid now? And, like, he's married. But he's like, yeah, you got to get your thing wet. <laughs> Joey's nuts. That guy, that guy doesn't mess around, dude. That, that guy, that guy's hilarious. But yeah, the Golden Globes that happened, and then of course, um, people spun his message uh, after it was I was out the next day. A lot of right wing people used that intro as like a, as like a yeah, tell the Hollywood elite how you really feel. And then Ricky posted uh, the next day a video saying, "How the fuck do you guys turn this into a right wing thing? <laughs> like shit about corporations and you know privileged people." That's fu- that's pretty funny. I mean, I mean, the thing is that like he had a point, you know, like he had a really good point, and 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 I'm I'm more liberal than anything else, and I still feel like like he kind of hit the nail on the head by telling him to shut the fuck up and that they don't know what they're talking about and like they don't understand what the real world's like for the average person. Yeah, of course, especially if you've been out of the game that long. Like if I've been a millionaire for you know let's say ten years, I've, and I know this is like a running joke, but like you asked me the cost of a banana or you know a gallon of milk i'm probably i probably gonna tell you mm-hmm. yeah no i mean that's a good point I dude mean, you give me 20 dollars tomorrow and i'm never gonna hang out with you peasants again <laughs> <laughs> hold on what's your venmo senator <laughs> <laughs> no but for real man that amount of money like it'll change like yeah but oh yeah oh yeah i love the idea like i love the idea. he's like just because i don't like them doesn't mean i then like you i just like all of you and i like yeah, that yeah, sentiment yeah. that he was trying yeah. to get out there that's a good point yeah it's a general dislike to all of it, which makes total sense. I mean, I'm I'm a hypocrite myself, you know. I'm I'm for all those things, but I have an iPhone, and oh, you yeah. know, most of the things we buy are fucked. But like my shoes are made by kids, That's dude. A, I mean, it's almost impossible to avoid. I mean, it's like you know it's, what I mean. The irony is that if you are a multimillionaire, then you can afford it, but they they don't. Well, they, then you get paid they, to endorse that that same shit that you know we wear that we buy. <laughs> wait which they get to pay to endorse which shit like like you, you get endorsed by nike you get endorsed by oh Apple. yeah yeah no that's all a good of that point. yeah that's a good fucking point how do you like, stay like yeah how do you stay pure of that and and we, and that the thing is you wouldn't even know like if there's some celebrities that are like pure of that there's no way for us to know, you know who we don't know it, you know who did it best basketball handled that exact thing in like 98 and they I missed that. I missed that. What they do? Basketball, the movie with Matt Stone and Trey Parker. They find out that like they're ha- all the beers merchandise is being made by sweatshop labor and like kids. <laughs> and so he goes over to India and like gives adults their jobs and gives them full paying jobs. And then all the kids are just looking in the windows because they don't have anything to do. It's like, it's, yeah, okay. Let's like like there's it's a perfect explanation of it. It's like well, there's nothing to do when we're hungry and it sucks that this is what it pays, but like. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we're gonna give the jobs to adults. Those kids still need work. Yeah, well, it was like it was like <laughs> Apple. I mean, they did a cost comparison where if they made the phone here, I don't know. It was like this was back in like we're talking 2013, and it was close to like two or three thousand, maybe more. Yeah, uh, like it'd be around four thousand dollars to actually buy the phone if you and I made it. 
I wonder if the... I don't want anyone to buy any product I make. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I'll sell you stuff other people make that I believe in, I'm a good salesman, but I don't, you don't want me turning wrenches or anything. Do we need all of the capabilities that the iPhone has though? That's the thing that bugs me is it's like, give me like a half of an iPhone. Give me an iPhone that does half the stuff the iPhone does, just the things that I like. Maybe even, yeah. maybe even make them like customizable. I'll pay the same price if it, if I know that kids aren't making it. You know. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, that's the thing is like, then there's not enough profit in it if they can't sell it to you. You know, at whatever price they're doing it right now with the components. They just, they just sit on money. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, a trillion dollar valuation. Oh yeah, it's insane, and we, they, they don't need it. We were talking to Louis about that, and he was uh, our buddy that's a CFO at a, like a big company, and he was talking about how like they find ways to get around any loophole that they want to just because they have so many people and they're so sophisticated. It's crazy. Dude, they got more cash than the Federal Reserve. Apple does. They got more of our dick pics too. Yeah, Yeah, they do. That's right. They have everything. Yeah. Yeah, They're not like Zuckerberg though. I mean, I'll give them that. As evil as they are, they won't give the FBI that backdoor key. I yeah, was, good point. I was talking, I don't trust like the little Amazon Alexas and Google things. I don't believe that you're just going to turn the microphone on and off. My, yeah. My buddy, he does networks. So he's like, he's tested it. Like he's talked like around an Alexa and looked at his network and saw, like saw what was going out, like mm-hmm. on the back end or whatever. He's a crazy nerd dude. And he's like, no, Alexa's not listening. And then I was like, I still don't believe it. And there's a long pause. He goes, Google for sure is though. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah google dude google's like in everything Actually, google never fucking stops listening to you it's like alexa doesn't but yeah so that's dude, google uh, is the internet like uh, for a while there you know google was like actually dude google always was the fucking internet because that's the first oh, place you go had his moment <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it, but yeah I, I i'm guilty dude i got all those things i'm like i say i i, I do want change in the world but like i said i got alexa in my house i got an iphone my shoes are probably made by by kids but the only way to avoid that is if you were to like live off the grid make your own shoes you know make your own everything dude build your own house yeah but then your shoes would suck yeah they really would bad yeah i'm not gonna cross anyone up with some homemade shoes <laughs> no you you could have the jesus what is it the jesus twos or whatever where there's like just sandals with leather Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good the point. original Birkenstocks. Yeah, you know <laughs> the Jerusalem fives or whatever they call them. Yeah, yeah. That's All right, good. dude. So, what, yeah, what do you guys think of? Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think of Kanye West holding sermons now? You know, you, you've obviously heard the album Jesus. Is it Jesus is King? Dude, I, <laughs> I don't imbibe any of his content. Yeah, actually, we're not super okay. I watch Kanye for his uh, yeah his speeches. And I listened to his mu- a lot of his music like back, and, and not even voluntarily. I involuntarily listened to a lot of his music back in the day. I was never yeah. a huge fan, um, but I've been like a I've been I've been a lifelong musician and and producer and kind of on all sides of music. So what he was doing wasn't as impressive to me. I think what he's done business wise is insanely impressive. Oh, it's the sure. smartest thing I've seen. Yeah, exactly. That that's like he's a fucking genius on that end. No, no question. And I can't. I can't even I can't even speak on it. I don't I, I don't, I don't understand the level on which he's operating on that level. But musically, like I get everything he's doing, and I've never been super impressed by it. Every once in a while, I'm like, okay, this is catchy as fuck. But that's about it. Do you do you think at the beginning he was one of those guys where he was like a solid mu- he was a solid musician? You know how he was he used to do like a beat a day when he first started. Mm-hmm. I think he was a solid creative person. I think yeah. he had a lot of help. 
and mm-hmm. um, I, I think. Well, and he hustled. He, he, made, he hustled. He hustled. He made his own luck. He hustled. Sure. He hustled for sure. And he, but, but like he knew. How did he get in with all the celebrities to begin with? Because he got in with tons of celebrities before anyone knew. Yeah, like Jay Z and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. And it's like how it's like, man, if you're getting it, if, okay, if you have any talent and you're getting involved, invited to all those parties, you then just kind of make a choice. Do I want to do this all the time and succeed or not? And that, and that's, and that, and then you're, you're in. We all know, we all know someone that knows celebrities adjacently, like that guy that's always everywhere. Like the, like the party planner dude, you know, kind of guy, like for us, it's Richie Rice. Right. And that guy universally sucks. So like, if you're that dude and you're a decent guy to hang out with and you actually have talent, like good things are going to happen. Well, if you're like those dude, that dude that always wants to be everywhere and be seen everywhere, like that guy almost always is terrible. Yeah. I, but I think like I said, this is what I was talking about with Kanye being smart is I think he planned it out ahead of time. He was like, no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to not just try to get with celebrities, but once I get with them, I'm going to try to make them sound good. Like I'm going to, I'm going to make this beat with Jamie Foxx and make it sound good. Yeah, and that way I'm providing something of value to him, and he'll tell his friends about me, and we'll and make something. I'll be in Django three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll make something cool together, and you know, and I think that that was, that's what he did right. But again, it's like getting your foot in the door is the hardest part. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Halfway in already when he started, but yeah, it's, I think it's the smartest marketing move ever to to release an album to one of the most. And sorry, if, I don't know if you guys are religious or not, but one of the most global populations you know, on the earth is, uh, you know, religious people. And then saying Jesus is King holding sermons, dude, that's like hand in hand. No, that's, yeah, dude, it's a good move, man. He saw that Joel Osteen money. He's like, I can get some of that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. I, I respect the hustle. I mean, he's going, he's like halfway between Al Sharpton and Joel Osteen with like a decent beat behind oh, yeah. him. It's not a bad move. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, you start, and then also there's a meme out there where he's, uh, it says when the IRS is after you and then it's his album, Jesus is King. <laughs> Yeah, tax exempt, baby. God damn it. I think that, I mean, it's either that and he's a genius or this is further proof that too much time around the Kardashians is bad for your mental health. It could, yeah, it could very well be that. I mean, but he was already off the rails, I think, before he got with him. Yeah, he's like kind of losing it. He's like an adult Jaden Smith. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. the kind of stuff that he says about like spirituality and the way the world works. And, 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 and to me, it's like, what they've been doing is they've been hanging around. Well, obviously Jaden Smith's a Scientologist, but they, they, they hang around people that are like spiritually educated and they hear their ideas and they're like, okay, I get it. And, or, or they think they get it either one, but when they regurgitate it back out, it just sounds like fucking nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's like when I try and keep up with Louie talking about financial stuff without actually reading yeah, the textbook. Yeah. Exactly. Our CFO friend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to, but yeah, but we, I don't think we actually saw any of the Sturman stuff. No, I didn't. No, d- well, I same here. Like I just over for a minute. <laughs> that I I think that'll last for a while. Yeah, that shit looked hard to wipe off. All right. So, are you guys are you guys Eminem fans at all? You know, I was a like massive fan actually in college back in the day. Back in yeah. the day, because I and I and I went backwards and listened to his uh, first album, uh, the Slim Shady LP. And that was what like really, really, so I mean, I loved the Marshall Mathers LP when it came out too, when I was young. Um, but when I got to college and like went back a little further and listened to the stuff, like kind of his freestyles before he was super huge, his EPs and, and, and the, and the Slim Shady LP, I, I straight up fucking fell in love with them. I was like, Oh, this guy is legitimately a genius. Um, since, uh, 
the what, what was the album that has the I'm Sorry Mama song? That's the Marshall Mathers. I never meant to hurt you. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, not my yeah. closet. Okay, that was the that was the I think the last album that I was like super super into. Yeah, that one came out at the same time my mom was going like losing her shit, and so like that that one resonated with me a lot. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, he's like a good example of when you go you you've been in music too long. Like he's still good. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like he outlived his own career. Maybe I don't know, dude. That that thing where he was getting into it with Machine Gun Kelly was fun, just because you got to hear like Izzy Azalea claim that Marsh that Eminem had bad flows on his like yeah, like she was talking yeah, to about that. Like I thought that was pretty funny. I, uh, then we were listening to a little bit of the new album like before you called up, and it it doesn't sound like an Eminem album. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, yeah, it's weird. It's really poppy. It's mm-hmm. super weird. But then he's still got the really angry verses in between it. Yeah. But I feel like he has maybe, yeah. maybe less of a role in the production process or I feel like they had a uh, like Dr. Two, Dre's not doing it. I feel I don't like they really had know. two like an email full of like stuff that was supposed to go to Katy Perry and then a bunch of stuff that was supposed to go to Eminem and they got crossed up. So he got all these poppy like <laughs> And knowing Eminem, he'll just drop an angry, you know, an angry yeah. track on there and then throw it out there. He doesn't need the money. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And and I think the point that you're making, Joe, about like the, the Katy Perry stuff getting crossed over to Eminem, that shit actually happens a lot <laughs> in the music industry. Like, no joke. Um fucking Happy by Pharrell mm-hmm. was uh given to CeeLo Green first, I think. Oh wow. And he was like, nah, fuck it. He's like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do this song, and then so Pharrell did it, and it became like one of the biggest songs of its time. Wow. Well, Kanye West had an album like that on, uh, like, was it Graduation? Everything I Am. He talks about how Common passed on the beat. Really? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. crazy. That is crazy. That's pretty crazy. That shit happens all the time, dude. T Pain, when T Pain first came onto the scene, he was one of the main writers for all of the like top forty, like all of the pop hip hop songs on the radio. He was writing for Britney Spears. That's like so he crazy. just wrote all the songs. Dude, the crazy thing about T-Pain is that he could actually sing. I remember people yeah. talking shit about him when he came out, like, oh, auto-tune, yeah. my ass, he can sing. And then he did that like uh, he did that live track with those dudes in a living room somewhere. Yeah. And uh, on so YouTube, good. you saw that? And, yeah, he, there was a and library he was or something, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, he, he did a lot of like live, like non-auto-tune stuff. Sometimes he even does his actual shows without any auto-tune. He fucking crushes it. And I mean, he's, that, he's a solid singer. Yeah, he is. And he, had, he his whole like music career before he blew up, he was trying to be a rapper and he did not succeed. Um, he had a rap group called like the Nappy Heads, I think. Um, That's very fitting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they just weren't getting any traction. And then he remixed some Akon song and like sent it to Akon or I don't know what he did with it, but he remixed some Akon song uh, and sang over it just for fun okay. and did the autotune shit. And then he was like, fuck it, my music career is over. And he was in the process of filling out a McDonald's app when he got a call from Akon. And he was like, who is this? And he's like, it's Akon, man. I heard your song. He's like, I want you to come down to the studio. And T-Pain was like, man, fuck you. This isn't Akon. And he hung up. <laughs> can you imagine that? Yeah, I mean, can you imagine insane. that, dude? And then Akon <laughs> like, called him uh, back. Thank fucking God or we wouldn't have T-Pain. Akon called him back and was like, no, I'm actually Akon. And T-Pain was like, oh shit. And then drove down to dude. wherever the fuck it was. <laughs> Georgia or something, and and they imagine that dude, like you're 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 Akon on the phone trying to get this guy that just made a beat. He says fuck you and hangs up. And at that point, I mean, you have two choices. You can say yeah, fuck you too, man. I'm out. Go work at McDonald's. Or he called him back. I mean, can you imagine T Pain at McDonald's taking your order on the phone? <laughs> I think they should auto tune the McDonald's thing. That'd be great. Like the that would be good. The thing. 
<laughs> just make it be honest. Just, just even just more surreal. On both, weird. on both ways. <laughs> you have you'd probably seen to you if you roll up. Have to give it back to you in auto tune. Buy you a drink would have came out in a drive-through if he would have worked at McDonald's. I'm convinced that guy would have made it eventually. You think so? I mean, he was. I mean, he was 100. So catchy. Everything he did was just like so good. Was, was fire. Yeah, for sure. Dude, bartender, buy you a drink. I mean, those are like, dude, those are so easy to listen to. So smooth. Yeah, I mean, his style was something that we didn't hear. Uh, you know, it was just this weird, like, really smooth R&B that was hella futuristic at the same time. It was that guy was on the Breakfast Club, and he said he blew through forty million dollars in a matter of like I think a couple of years. I can, dude. He got his son like a fucking like Gucci print Lamborghini for his sixteenth birthday or some shit. Yeah, forty million. Just picture that. He said in cash. Uh, Charlemagne asked him, "What's the what's the most you've had in cash in your bank account?" He said forty million, and he blew it. I think in like two years. That's Damn. insane. Body, and he broke he broke it. I think the first two months he bought it, he blew out wow. the, uh, the 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 radiator, and mm-hmm. there had like four in there. That's insane. I mean, that's what happens when you're 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 used to being like almost destitute or whatever, and then you suddenly get this like insane influx of cash. I mean, he he made millions, literally millions, off of ringtone sales. That's so crazy. You remember the the T Pain app on the iPhone? No. Yeah, uh, where auto tune your voice or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember that. Yes, I've had a lot of auto tune uh, apps myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it works, it sells. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I've I've auto tuned my voice a good several hundred times or whatever that, during my uh, music ventures. I'm auto tuning right now. I just gotta sound <laughs> a lot better on the track. You know? It's like the. I don't know if you guys ever played Saints Row. Yeah. Saints Row Three. There's a character who just talks into a uh, cane that auto tunes his voice. That's great. Yeah. That's pretty great. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, gentlemen. So I'm gonna be wrapping up the segment here, but before we go. Uh, I want you to tell everyone listening where they can find you, Instagram, Facebook, uh, on the podcast store. Uh, wh- where, where can they find you? Uh, they can find us at brome.com, which is B-R-O-A-U-M.com, or they can search for the Brome Podcast on Google or any of their podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, like whatever. It's B-R-O-A-U-M. And, uh, yeah, and then Instagram, Brome Podcast, and then, yeah, those are the best places to find us, really, Instagram, and then on you know the, the website itself yeah for sure of course what about your guys's profiles do you guys have your own uh, where can they find you too uh i'm at brome life on instagram and then if you need a loan i'm joe to mail loans.com <laughs> <laughs> yeah joe does, uh, i'm a mortgage broker joe's a mortgage broker on the side no. <laughs> um and then uh yeah i mean you can just search ben ferguson uh or rev rev ben ferguson you know probably find me somewhere on uh, social media stuff but i'm less active on there well, can we get a loan from you too or, or just joe no i don't i don't do loans unfortunately i just help joe's loans look better he got busted for loan sharking in the early 90s <laughs> when i was a child <laughs> when he was, was a, yeah, so, so you went to music after exactly he had some kids yeah, that made exactly. payments on their goldfish yeah. and then fuck the world up it's a typical career path yeah, i've seen it before for sure but i just want to thank <laughs> you guys honestly for uh, for tuning in and and for coming on the show i really appreciate yeah, it thanks man this is a blast yeah, yeah thanks for busting balls with us man that was a good time i want to do it again soon and uh We'll sign off. Thank you, guys. Dude, yeah, we're down. We're down for sure. Thanks again for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, brother. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, peace out.